Hello, welcome to Human Tech, a podcast about the intersection between humans and technology. My name is Guthrie. I'm here with Susan. Hello, Susan. I'm here. And we have uh, no special guests today. It's just the I know two we of us. had all the, we had all this whole round of guests. Well, you know, we pro- we could have broken them up, but we don't like to do that. So, whatever. Um, we take them whenever they are available. Uh, yeah. So now uh, you have the magical list. I don't have the list at all. Yeah. Of today's topic, so I'll let you take it away. Okay. So I thought that we could go through and talk about some of the conferences that we have either been to or spoken at. Most of these, I think, are spoken at. um, That have to do with technology and user experience and marketing and all the places we go to um, and, and just kind of give some insights about each of these conferences, which are uh, in various parts of the world. And in the hopes, maybe, that the people listening might say, oh, wait, that sounds like a great conference. Maybe I want to check that one out and go to that one if they, you know, some people I hopefully have a budget that will allow them to attend a conference now and then. So that's what I thought we would do today. Okay. That sounds like a lot of fun. Well, I don't know. But I we like conferences. I think I like oh, everyone likes conferences, right? As long as they're good conferences. Yeah, and we've we've been invited to some really interesting ones, you know, some places that, some conferences that I hadn't heard about before, I didn't know about until, you know, they contacted us and asked us if we would speak. Um, so, or, and then, as I said, there's a few, few in here that I've been to also at, just as a participant. So that's our plan for today. Um, I have this list of conferences. So to start out, uh, yeah. what makes a good conference? Oh, as an attendee or as a speaker? Let's start with attendee and then we'll do speaker. Well, you know, I think that different people would have different answers to that. I mean, I think what makes a good conference as an attendee uh, is a number of things. One is that uh, it's really well organized and well put together in the sense of, you know, if you have a question, um, you know, before you arrive even it's easy to get an answer, that it's really easy, the, the registration process at the website is easy, right, is usable. You'd be surprised. There are some kind of usability or UX conferences, and then their registration portal is, like, not easy to use. Um, and so that, that whole aspect, I think a good conference is one where uh, continuing on just for a second with this ease of use that, you know, when you get there, it's really easy to find, it's easy to get your name tag, you know, and check in. Uh, but beyond that kind of stuff, uh, I think as an attendee, um, I want, uh, uh, good speakers. I want interesting sessions, you know, whether it, these are speakers or whether they're panel sessions, um, or whether there are uh, you know workshops that happen before and after, uh, I want the the topics to be you know relevant to what I'm interested in, and I want the the speakers to be good. I like conferences where there is a variety of events, um, not that it's just you know you sit in a room and there's a full day of you know one hour talks, uh, which is fine, and I've been a speaker at a lot of those and. It, 
the issue though is even if all the speakers are great, if you're just sitting in one spot, you know, hour after hour after hour and everybody comes up and gives their talk, you know, even no matter how good the speakers are, even that gets a little tiring after a while. So I like it when there's, you know, you can attend a session that is maybe a speech, but then there's another session that's a panel and there's another session that's a short speech versus a long speech. So I think some variety is always welcome. I think it's really critical as an attendee that there are opportunities for uh, networking and talking to other people. Uh, and the, I think mo a lot of people like, like this, but just the, and that the, these are quality opportunities. So not just like a five minute, you know, break to get coffee, but that there's, you know, a full 15, 20, half an hour break where you get to uh, meet people or find people you know uh, or talk to one of the speakers that just presented. Um, that there's, uh, uh, I'll, I'm going to talk about this as we go through in some individual ones, but some of my favorite things are when there's a reception, you know, in, in, in the evening, uh, before the conference starts or during the conference. So again, more opportunity to meet other people and talk to other people. Cause that's one of the reasons you go to a conference is not just to get ideas and hear the speakers, but also to meet other people like you who are in the field. So I think, you know, if the, if the conference organizer has, has built that in, uh, and then there's little things that I, I think really make a big difference might not seem that important, but you know, enough breaks, like to go yeah. to the restroom. I, I just can't believe some of the conferences there's like, <laughs> you, you, you know, I mean, you can, if you're going to go to the restroom, you're going to miss something. You know, I mean, they just go after they just keep going and going and going and uh, and you have to go <laughs> so be crude about it. And, you know, it's kind of frustrating. It's like, could you, you know, please just build in some times when, you know, we can all run to the restroom. Um, so uh, those are some of the things that I think are important. What about you? Do you have anything to add to that? Am I doing as a speaker or as no, a No, I'm started as an attendee, just doing it as an attendee. An attendee. attendee. Yeah. Yes. So I think having, I think there are two different types, big conferences and small conferences. Mm -hmm. When it comes to small conferences, well, for, for, for all conferences, I think having a leisurely pace is important. What do you mean by leisurely pace? Uh, I, I do agree that the... I mean, I have a theory about why things are so frantic. Okay, what's your theory? That they're trying to sell this to bosses. And so if the boss looks at the schedule and sees there's like, oh, you're going to two sessions? Well, like, why, why would I send you? <laughs> Versus... There's like 18 sessions and you're yeah. going to learn all this stuff. Yeah. And it's going to be this. And it's going to be that. And you're going to be up and you're going to be down and sideways. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's why. But as if I was just going in as, as an attendee. Yeah. Having. Um, a breaks in between is good. I'd like to follow the 80-20 rule. Which is what? If the talk is 80, for, for, for every length of time, each talk should have, it's really the 60-20-20 rule is what I would What's follow. That? What, what is that? Okay. 
So however yeah. long a talk is, mm-hmm. 60% should be the talk, mm-hmm. 20% should be a Q&A, mm-hmm. or some uh, some allowance of discussion to to take the conversation where it needs to and get people engaged. Mm-hmm. And then 20% should be a break. Yeah. So 60, 20, 20. Uh, um, so... That's what I would, that's what I would suggest um, yeah. people do. So, so if it's an hour, if it's a hundred minutes, which is basically an hour and a half, you'd have an hour long talk, twenty minute Q and A, and then, a, you know, yeah. Um, so that's that's what I think. I think you can do things in the break that aren't just people milling around and dull noise and people waiting. Yeah. Um, uh, for for example, I wouldn't mind if there were uh, interesting um, movies that played about the topic or a small panel that came up and spoke very quickly, um, you know, uh, some sort of vendor game where, or like, or like, uh, you know how they have like the show floor, quote unquote. Yeah. Right. Like, like, like yeah. the talk, the talk is over. Thanks. We're going to take 20 minutes. And, and people don't have to leave, but like in the room where the, the, the talks are happening, there are like, you like people can rotate to the other kind yeah. of stuff, um, you know, for 20 minutes and then kind of come back to just, just so, so like just to mix it up. But, but then, if, but then, you know, if people need to switch and go to a different, uh, track or if people are need to go to the bathroom or whatever there's like there's like time for that yeah but i find if it's just a really really long break people they get out their laptops they check their email they you know they just like everyone's just kind of waiting around yeah so you it's something to keep around. the motivation moving but moving. break it but yeah. breaking it up you know uh, a magician would be really awesome yeah you know, so just something like that. Okay, so that so so basically all that stuff I talked about is all about pace. Yeah. It's about pace and spacing and momentum. I guess other things I would add as an attendee um, is great food. I was just thinking that. I was going to say great food would be really wonderful. Yeah, the food is really important. And what I find actually, yeah. I, there, there are two, and it is interesting, there are two types of conferences. Yeah. There's the Apple conferences and there's like there's like the Mac conferences and the Windows conferences. <laughs> what does that Seriously. mean? So some conferences are Mac conferences where there's like one main track or maybe two main tracks. Yeah. And like everyone is together and this is how it's going to be and you do this and then you do this and you yeah. do this and your day is done. And then there's like the Windows conferences where it's like there are 16 different tracks and each track yeah. has four options and you can mix and match. And so there are like 16 sessions going at any given time and Q&As and panels and interactive things. And So which do you with... prefer? Um, I don't know. I think I think it's kind of like I think I don't think there is a right answer. No, but which do you personally prefer? I think probably having the Matt conference is probably a little better. Yeah, I mean, I and I think this is, this part is a personal preference. I I like um, small conferences as an attendee. I like small conferences, and uh, I like single track or close to single track yeah. conferences. I feel I feel like um, what's important 
And so that was so the first thing is pacing and space and yeah. and momentum, okay? Yeah. The second thing that I think and and we're 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 circling around it is um common shared experiences. Yeah. And I think that's really 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 important. And that's why I think when you think back if uh, to the conferences that were best that you had like the best time at or that have stayed with you. Yeah. There were probably conferences where you were, or, or think of people you met at conferences, there were probably conferences where um, people were doing things all together. There was a, sh- a set of shared experiences that yeah. like everyone at the conference was doing. Is that is that not correct? Yeah. And so having well, and a, I, uh, a yeah. more Apple-like conference allows you to have a yeah. more shared experience because you're doing, you know, there's less options. Yeah. And then the third thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, the experience of it and by that that just just the the you know just like it's nice to work in a nice office it's nice to be in a nice venue yeah that lighting meaning like good lighting, sound quality seats, oh my sound, god that how, food, how important is that to uh, have a good mic situation and speaker setup uh, but yes. Well, that's as a speaker, but even no, as no, a, no, as yeah, a yeah, listener. as an attendee, right? Where Nothing you, where, worse than having, right, <laughs> right, where the sound is good and yeah, the yeah, and the lighting is good and yeah, uh, um, yeah. But I great agree food. with you. Great food. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So and so then there's you know where it's easy to get to in terms of you know mm-hmm. from your hotel to the conference. Yeah. Then we could you know there's also what what wonderful city is it in right? Do you enjoy the city that it's in? So yeah, these are all uh, as an attendee you know these are all uh, considerations. And as we talk through some of the conferences I have on my list here, we can we can talk about you know uh, which ones we think excel in one of those areas over another i mean from a from a speaker and and why don't when we as why don't we talk about what's important to us as speakers as we go through the conference list because then we could say you know what we liked from a speaker's point of view about these particular ones does that sound good Mm -hmm. so i have this list it's not really in any particular order it's probably just in the order i've thought about them or the order that they appeared on my when I was going through our client list, <laughs> just because uh, they are our clients, um, so I, there's, these aren't in alphabetical order or anything like that. And I thought, as we're going through, maybe we can also talk about when the next one is, you know, for this conference. So if people are interested in it, they could, you know, think about, oh, is that going to be, is that coming up really soon, or is that coming up in the fall, or is that like early 2019 or whatever. Does that sound all right? Mm-hmm. All right. So the first one I have on the list to talk about is from business to buttons. Well, we're not going very far back. What is the order of these again? Not no particular order at all. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking we should have gone chronologically. Well, sorry, that's not happening. <laughs> Unless you want to pause the the podcast and let me go do that. I don't. I don't have them in that order. Is that bad? I feel like chronologically is is better. Okay, but I don't have them chronologically. Well, I how about I can how about I give you a couple? What do you mean? Well, cuz I can do them chronologically right now. 
In terms of when is the next one coming up, you mean? No, in terms of all the conferences probably that are on your list. I can do them chronologically. I don't believe you. Okay. Go ahead. Take a step. I want to start with UXPA. All right. That's fine. So we'll start with UXPA. And I'm bringing it up on the screen. I, I'm going to bring these up to get ac actual dates and cities as we talk about them. UXP, UXPA, which stands for um, User Experience Professional Association. And it used to be called the UPA, Usability Professionals Association. And somewhere along the line, and I was there when they announced the change, but I don't remember when it was. They uh, changed it. But um, UPA or UXPA has been going on. Ooh, how long has it been going on? That is a great question. Uh, I was at not the first one, but I was at the second one they ever did, which was in the late 1990s. So it's been going on for quite some time. And uh, this year, it is in June 26th through 28th, 2018, if you're listening to this, you know, as we're talking about it. What was the first uh, one you went to? And it's in Puerto Rico this year. Um, the first one I went to, I wish they had a list. I'm at their website. I'm, I'm wishing they had a list of like all the past ones that they ever had so I could find the year. It was in San Jose, California. Uh, and they're usually always around the same time in June or July. Um, and I spoke at the, the first one I went to, which was the second year they did it. Um, I spoke uh, at the conference. And I, wow, I've been to many of these, not all of them. I used to, for a while I went every year. And that was back when... There weren't so many conferences yeah, dedicated was, to the our field. And there was no internet. <laughs> so it's not like you could just find other UX people <laughs> well, to hang just out weren't, with. Well, there just weren't, yeah. I mean, there weren't no, a lot of usability I, that's conferences a, That's a joke. But, but, in all, <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's not like you had a, a giant UX team or an, a meetups.com where you could just go and meet up with UX professionals. No, you didn't. There weren't that many UX professionals. Well, in the, and it wasn't called UX back and there, then. But then there wasn't an apparatus for no, it. No, there was not. There's no local chapter. No. And there, and there were, at that first conference I went to, uh, there were probably about 300 people. And then it grew over time. I don't know how many people attend now. I think it's kind of gone up and down and up and down uh, for this conference. And one of the reasons is that that UXPA, which is an organization and has a lot of chapters now all over the world, there's a, there's a lot of the local chapters put on their own conferences now. Uh, they'll put on a one or two day conference. Um, so the UXPA group in Boston yeah. is is a really kind of well known. I haven't been to that one, but I, that I, feel I hear like, about. I feel like uh, UXPA as an organization, uh, like, ate itself. I, like, I don't know what that means. Like, it, in its, in its quest to grow, it yeah. was a snake, and it, and it <laughs> ate its tail. I don't you know? know. I don't know. Well, because it's a quest to grow, what it did was it created all these 
the like the local chapters. Yes. And the local chapters all had conferences. Well, they and now all uh, the conferences yeah. I feel have have <laughs> have destroyed the power yeah. of the big main event. I, mean, I don't know. Wrong. Maybe. Maybe. I think the other thing, well, I mean, the big main event is still a main event. And now, I mean, I don't know how many people go, 700, 1,000. I mean, it's grown a lot. But it is true that, uh, well, f- and, and there's so many more UX conferences now that just did not exist. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like all the other UX conferences that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, didn't exist back when UXPA started. So that's the other thing is they've got a lot of competition now. But um, I, you know, I will always have a soft spot in my heart for the UXPA conferences because it was the first of its kind. Uh, It's a, it is a real, I mean, like I said, I haven't been in the last couple of years, but in in general, I, I went to many of them. I've probably been to 15 of them since I first went. And, uh, always uh, well done, always a lot of fun, uh, wonderful place to network. I've made wonderful connections there. It used to be a place I would go and I would see all my uh, usability friends, you know, for all my clients and Mm. and my colleagues uh, around the country, and now it's international, so around the world. Uh, And it was the only place to go to, to meet up with people. And so you would always be sure that the same people would be there year after year. Now it is maybe not quite that way because there are so many other conferences. But it's very well done, multiple track. Uh, you, most of the speak they, they usually have a couple of maybe kind of well-known keynote speakers, but most of the sessions are by practitioners who are just doing their work and they they you know submit to present their work and. Uh, which and, and really interesting topics. Um, uh, you can always learn something. You will always network. They do a good job at at you know building in network time and receptions and things to go do. Like they have uh, uh, optional you know things to go do like tour um, tour somebody's you know usability lab nearby and. And so on. So I think it's a great conference. And for any of you listening who are, uh, you know, into UX, um, it, I think it's definitely worth checking out if you haven't been. And um, I, I, as I said, I haven't been in a couple of years, and I haven't spoken in a pretty long time there. I used to, I used to speak there almost every year. They also do uh, workshops pre and maybe also post-conference workshops and those are usually good too so so there you go there you go now what's the next one you wanted to you're you're controlling the order now well i don't know how thorough your list is well it's pretty thorough what what do you want to okay uh i'm thinking back in time yeah What, what's the, uh, I remember the first one, cause so, so I've worked with you for what, about five years now? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think the first conference that we ever did together was, uh, was the Tim Ash one. The conversion conference. Conver- is that what it's called? I, I would, I thought it was conversion conference, but I didn't want to say it and then say the wrong one. Um, and disparage the good people at whatever conference that I had <laughs> we should, misquoted. We should check, right? Let's <laughs> see. Yeah, so we went to, um, we spoke at 
a bunch, uh, several you different. I spoke at several yeah. different conversion conferences. Uh, it wasn't cool back then. And they do these, and I don't know, to tell you the truth, I don't know if Tim does these, if he's the one that's in charge of these anymore. Yeah, I kind of remember there was a thing. He might not be. He he might have moved on. Um, Tim, you can contact us if, you, if you're listening to this. Um, uh but I'm at, for instance, I'm at their website right now, yeah. which says Conversion Conference has evolved into Digital Growth Unleashed. So I think it's it's probably a different group that's doing it now. Hmm. And I haven't been to this Digital new one, so Growth I don't know. Unleashed. I see yeah. that now. Yeah. So might not be Tim's anymore. But we did go to several of the conversion conferences. Uh, you know, it's called conversion, meaning it's it's about. Um, uh, you know, yeah, it looks like it was just a rebrand. Yeah, that it's still the same thing. Digital Growth Unleashed is an evolution of the only international conference series on conversion rate improvement and landing page optimization, formerly called Conversion Conference. Okay, well, that's a good description of what they do. We need to apply to them again. Okay. That's probably why we haven't heard of them, because they do, they're not doing conversion conferences anymore. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh <laughs> So uh, they like, are. You know, I haven't uh, heard from them. Quite they do it. They well, if unless they've changed what they're doing, they do conferences in a number of different locations throughout the year. Uh, this one coming up is May sixteenth to seventeenth, two thousand eighteen, in Las Vegas. Um, they also looks like they have one in London in October and one in Berlin in November, and. Um, they usually do multi-track, uh, and you know, a, a, as you just described, it's all about uh, you know um, conversion optimization. Mm -hmm. So it's about uh, marketing, it's about persuasion, and so on. And uh, it's usually very lively conference. I. They have a photo. This of is um, so their conference is they, okay. So there are. Can I can I just make a quick point, please? So there are a bunch of different types of conferences, and some yeah. of them are cool and fun. This and, and I don't know if they've changed anything to digital growth, but it is definitely a more nuts and bolts, schmoozing, making connections, salesy. Um, uh, you know, I specific like I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, you know, I'm looking at their at their at their kind of at their tracks. You know. Yeah. Right. Um, like combine paid and SEO strategies to increase your bottom line. Uh, though they are doing how to apply storytelling to your customer journey, which you should be doing. Um, <laughs> conversion. Uh, yeah. So. You know, I guess you know they have changed. Actually, I should, I should, I should back that off because they they they're doing a lot more, um, a lot more. You know what analytics aren't telling you. Uh, they they're doing a lot less like nuts and bolts of, um, of you know how to how to port a you know whatever data to the other thing, um, that that I recall. Uh, the the big keynote speakers, Rob Olsby. Deborah Jasper and Tim Ash. 
Okay, so Tim is still doing it. Yeah, All right. so... So anyway, that's the conversion conferences. So I agree with you. In in general, it has been these are these are big, uh, pretty large conferences. Uh, you want to write down our list? We should reach out to Tim. <laughs> or you okay. want you want our podcast listeners to hear all about our to do lists? All right, I'm making I'm making a note. Reach out. <laughs> this to is Tim. one part podcast, one part one part one CRM. Part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's your next one? Oh, man. You're the one that said you wanted to control the list. Here's the thing. you got to remember, though, in the early days, I actually didn't travel with you on a lot of these. I understand. I know. You have not. I I get it. There's a lot on my list you have not been to. But some of them you have. Okay. Would you do you have one from back back in the day? Back in the day. Uh, That would be circa 2012, 2013. I do. Okay. What do you got? I have UXLX. Okay. We need... Okay. Then we need to talk. Why? Because aren't these all just variations of UXPA? Like Tri-City UXPA? No. No, no, no. Not UXLX. UXLX is not UXLA. No. No, no, no. No, they're not. UX- they're not affiliated with each other in any in any way. No, UXLX has nothing to do with UXLA, <laughs> or actually LAUX, which I have on my list. Oh, sorry, no, no. sorry. Oh yeah, UXLX. I thought, I thought we were talking about um, our LA people. No, I'm talking That's about a, our, Lisbon, Lisbon. our Lisbon, Lisbon Portugal why, okay. people. Okay. All right. So. Oh my God. I'm what? looking at the venue. It's really It's nice. gorgeous, isn't it? All right, UXLX is in Lisbon, Portugal. Um it's put on by Bruno and oh. and I'm going to be really embarrassed because I can't pronounce uh Bruno's <laughs> last name. And can, uh can we just very briefly Yeah. Uh, you want to guess what the full pr- uh, what what the what the standard ticket price is for UXLX? This no, is what? this is uh, this gets you access to um, one full day workshop. Yeah. The talks, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then oh oh so, okay so they do three days of workshops. Yes. And the, and then the. And then the talks. A are full the day, right? One day. What, talks, what would you yeah. What would you like? Uh, how many workshops would you do? You want to attend? I want to take two. You want to take two? Just yeah. Just two. Yeah. Wait. So so there's so wait two. I'm gonna back up. There are three days of workshops, yeah. but two of the days have two half days. Oh, so I want to take three three half day workshops. You can't. You can take. Oh, you do it by I the day. I would take four half-day workshops. Okay, so two days of workshops. Yeah. Two out of the three days, okay? Yeah. All right. So that's the third one. Uh, you yeah. want to guess what a ticket price is? $1,500. Huh. That's, 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 that's actually that's about correct, actually. Really? Okay. How, how'd you know that? I don't know. I'm just guessing. That sounded like what it would cost. Oh, okay. That's All right, good. so Bruno... All right. I'm sorry, Bruno. Figurido. F-I-G-U-E-I-R-E-D-O. I just call him Bruno. 
Bruno started this conference in, oh shoot, 2000. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I spoke at the first one. And it was really funny because um, there were a bunch, there were several of us UX people that all got an email from this guy, Bruno, asking if we would come speak to the, at the conference. Yeah. And uh, we all got the email at about the same time. And these are people that are like, several of us are connected, you know, we're colleagues. I mean, it was me and Steve Krug and uh, I think Peter Morvell. They're, they're just a bunch of people. And, and we were talking amongst ourselves because, you know, you get an email about a conference and if you've never heard of the conference, you go look it up and see where it is and see what it's about. And so I remember talking to Steve Krug and, uh, I said, Steve, I got this thing for this. Did you get this? And he said, yeah, I did. And he said, do you think it's real? Like, is there really a Bruno? Like, are, are we going to get on an airplane and when we arrive, like, you know, they kidnap us or something? I mean, because we had never heard of this conference. It turned out to be, honestly, one of the best conferences I've ever spoken at. So I feel very highly about this conference. And I, from what I can tell, and I've talked to other people, um, and that was probably around 2000. 10 and he's done it every year now and it's a it continues to be a great conference and it's this year it's may 22 to 25 um in lisbon portugal uh one of the things he's he's it from a from a speaker's point of view it is a dream okay He's so good at this. And this was his first year. I mean, he's got a, he picks you up at the airport or arranges someone to pick you up to the airport. They drive you to your hotel. You know, he, he, he puts you up in a really nice hotel. As we're driving to the hotel, I pass a billboard that has my picture and name on it. A huge billboard advertising the conference. I thought that was a riot. I've never been on a billboard before. But um, he... Does a re- he has really good speakers. Uh, usually, many of them are authors. He uh, good workshops. Um, he's grown a lot. I'm pretty sure he uh, he says 500 attendees from 40 countries, and I, I, he limits it and he sells out. Um, a good venue, lots of wonderful networking opportunities. From a a, a speaker point of view. I loved what he did. He had, he had, uh, the speakers had an opportunity before the conference started to get together and meet and do things together. So conferences that bond the speakers as a group are very special to me. As a speaker, when you get to know the other speakers, when you talk to them, when you find out, you know, if you don't know them, you find out you know, what their specialty is, uh, when the, when the, the speaking schedule is set up so that you can attend some of the workshops and, and you can hear the other speakers, it makes a difference in your speaking. And I think it makes for a really cohesive conference. And then he did something, I don't know if he's still doing this, but the day after the conference, the speakers stayed an extra day and, you know, he's paying for, all this hotel and stuff. And he had a special uh, event, an all day event for the speakers in which he gave, we, and, and, and some of it was a surprise. Like he didn't tell us what we were going to be doing. 
and we ended up uh, touring a castle and we went out to lunch and uh, we had our own private cable car to go ride around in and 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 I made friends there with other speakers that have persisted and are like good colleagues and really wonderful friendships and now personal friendships. So as a speaker, I really appreciate that. Um, so I, I love this conference. So if anyone wants to go to Lisbon, they should definitely check out this conference. Lots of great things uh, to learn. I'm looking at the speaker list this year. It looks, it looks great. So check out that conference if you haven't been there. So okay. speakers yeah. this year. Speakers this year include, I see, uh, let's see, the full speaker lineup. We have Scott Birkin, Dan Brown. I don't, I don't, I looked through this list, I don't recognize anyone. Oh, if you're in UX, you would recognize these names. Boone Sheridan, Cornelius Rasheru, some of these I don't recognize, but Alastair Somerville, Kim Goodwin, Stacey Saronic, Sid Harrell, Kevin Cannon, Dan Lockton, Carrie Hain, Jess McMullen. Russell Parrish, Bruce McCarthy, Jamie Levy, Richard Banfield, Ann Time Gobble, Chris Risden, and Catherine McElroy. Uh, and he he doesn't repeat his speakers too often, so it's always like fresh, uh, you know, fresh group. So uh, I definitely uh, recommend that one. All right, let's move on. You want me to do some old old ones again? Go back in time? Yep. Okay. Um, let's see. Another one that uh, was a while ago was uh, D-I-B-I. Design it, build it. Isn't that an interesting name for a conference? I like it. It's a dual track. So it um, they, there's the design track and the build track. So it it's for uh, I'm bringing it up on my computer here. It's for you know designers as the, as well as you know developers then kind of mingled together. Um, I was at one uh, many years ago. I don't know 2011, 2012 uh, in Newcastle, UK. This year it's in Edinburgh, Edinburgh is with the way they would say it, in Scotland. We should get invited to this one because I've never been to Edinburgh and I always wanted to go. So if you, if anybody from uh, uh, DIBI is listening, you should invite us so we can come, come to Edinburgh. Um, it's a good conference. It's, you know, because it's Design It, Built It, it's a lot more technical, you know, in some ways. It's not UX per se, uh, but I thought it was a good conference. Uh, um, if you want to go to Edinburgh, that would, this would be a good one to go to. Uh, it is a dual track because it's a design it track and the build it track. Uh, not, I mean, not too big, at least when I was there, you know, several hundred people, but not too gigantic. So, um, that was, that's a good one. Another one that, uh, kind of goes back and I'm sorry to be doing all these overseas. I'll get to more UX ones, uh, US ones in a minute for those of you who don't want to or can't travel overseas. Uh, N-U-X. Have you ever heard of that one, Guthrie? Never heard of that one. Uh, let me see if I can get this right. 
It's it's the northern user experience. That's why it's called NUX. And I spoke at their first one and also. This is what is in Manchester, England. Uh, it was a really fun, it was a small conference, maybe two, three hundred people, at least when I was there. Um, I don't know where they're doing it now. It was at this really interesting kind of comedy theater club when I was there. So it was kind of an interesting venue. A little quirk. I just thought found, found the whole thing a little quirky and, and great fun. Um, uh, just, I think they, they do a one day, you know, it's, it's a one day's worth of speakers and then, um, they might have some workshops. Let me see what they say about the next one coming up. I, I don't see a date for 2018. I only see a date for late fall in 2017. So maybe, oh, here, I'm looking at the wrong year. Let's see if they have one scheduled for 2018 yet. Save the date, uh, Friday, October 19th, at the Royal Northern College of Music in Manchester. So I don't see any speakers yet. So, um, you know, that's an interesting one. Uh, let's see. Oh, let's go way back in time, even further back, Guthrie. For me, All although you've sp you've spoken at this conference without me more recently, and that's uh, the Big D. Correct. Yeah, I had a lot of fun there. Big D conference in uh, Dallas, Texas. Big D stands for, I guess, big design. Um, you talk about that one since you you've spoken there more recently than I. Yeah, have. that was um that was a fun one. Uh, very tight knit group. Um, it's it's a regional conference, so very Dallas heavy. Uh, they have. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to how to how to describe it. Well, is uh, it single track? No, they have they have a lot of different they have a lot of different tracks, a lot breakout session a lot of sessions uh, going on at the um, same time. Yeah, but it's kind of cool because you it's it's a lot of smaller talks. They have one main stage and then a bunch of smaller talks, um, but a lot of extras. You know, VR rooms and sales floors and this thing and that thing and panels and um, uh, very very big. It, it's at a big hotel, but so yeah. so it's all in one place. Yeah. Um, and a lot of uh, emphasis on social events and activities so people yeah. seem to have a, a real good time there and even after the conference and quotes is finished everyone sticks around and uh, there seems to be a pretty good pretty good vibe so this is a uh, in 2018 this is september 21st a friday mm -hmm. uh and september 22nd a saturday for sure and it looks like uh i was just trying to see I don't think they have their list of speakers up yet. Um, yeah, so I've spoken at that conference as well, and I think maybe I taught a workshop there too. So that's a good, there's usually really high quality speakers, high quality workshops. Like you said, it is does tend to be um, Texas-based. So if you're down there and you want to network with UX people, that's a great place. But it's even fun to go to, even if you're not Texas-based. Yeah, for sure. All right. Now, here's one that uh, another one of these that I go back with a while and you recently spoke at as well. 
Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yes, I do. You do? Yeah, and go for it. it is the Internet Users Conference. Let me see here. Let me bring them up. Yeah, why don't you, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Well, this, um, this is one of those regional conferences. Uh, I'm trying to look for, uh, see if they have a, a 2018 information up, and they might not. IUE 2018. It's one of those regional conferences that started up. Um, yeah, I don't see one up yet for 2018. It's usually in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And uh, so uh, most of the people there, kind of like the Big D Dallas, you know, the, it, most of the people there are from Detroit, Ann Arbor area, but not not always. People come in from outside. Some of the speakers come in from outside. It's a smaller conference with, a, a, small with conference. a smaller, you know, smaller budget, but it's uh, also cheaper tickets. So yeah. You know, and yeah. they have uh, workshops. I think they have half-day workshops beforehand, yes. and then they have uh, uh, like one and a half days of speakers and conferences. It is a single track. Mm-hmm. Um, tends to be really practical. Had a nice breakfast in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I think sometimes they do it in other locations. Like I know they've in the past they've done it in uh, uh, Arizona. I think they were talking about doing one in Hawaii. I don't know. Anyway, um, put on by uh, our friend Dave Metropolis Rundus. So that's a great conference. And if you're in those, if you're in the Michigan area, you definitely want to check that out. And even if you're not, you might want to check that out. Inexpensive, small. Uh, let's see. What do we want to talk about next? Let's talk about the opposite of a small regional conference. Let's talk about South by Southwest. Which is, I guess that's technically a conference. It is a conference. It's going on right now. Oh, is it? It is. It you is you didn't lo- get invited this year, huh? Um, no, I did not get invited. It, I've, been, I've spoken there maybe three times. Uh, it is the monster of all conferences. I mean, it is, it's crazy. It's in Austin, Texas every year. There's actually three conferences that go one right after another. There's South by Southwest Music, South mm-hmm. by Southwest uh, a Film, and South by Southwest Interactive. Right. And which is kind of all things tech and digital, and it's not just UX. Um, to say it is multi-track is like an understatement, <laughs> you know? Well, because it's, like it's a, not, I mean, the thing is you have to know is it's not a conference. It's really, it's a, like a festival. I guess. But I mean, there's there's speakers and presentations it takes over the entire city of Austin. Uh, I mean, you cannot get a hotel room anywhere within a, certainly within a five-mile radius, you cannot get a hotel room when it's going on. Uh, I typically get a hotel room out in the burbs, and there's one train line, and then I take a train in. And it is just craziness. I mean, there there are so many sessions. There's sessions, there's 
music events, there's food events, there's things, you know, it, it takes place at the at the convention center and then all the hotels around the area. So you might have to walk like half a mile to get to the next talk you want to mm-hmm. go to. You might get there and then you can't get in the room. It's really nutty. So for someone like me, it's like total overwhelming. Sounds like a lot the, of fun. I can't, I don't even go to any sessions because I, I get so overwhelmed and I can't figure out what to go to. And I just literally like stand there and don't know what to do with myself. Honestly, I, it's, <laughs> some people like it. For me, it's really difficult. I think there are videos on, you know, it's, like, it's kind of like going to Disney World. You know, where you have to like watch the videos and and read the blogs about how to plan your trip, you know, how to plan what you're going to do while you're there. Um, I think the last time I was there, I ended up just in the exhibit hall, which is fascinating. And you could spend hours. I did spend hours in the exhibit hall, uh, uh, which is organized by uh, geographical parts of the world. So, you know. People from Korea have their they have their row where they're showing all their new digital products and anyway it's uh, quite the place uh, fairly expensive um, and and a madhouse but but in something interesting to experience uh, not too bad from a speaker's point of view they did okay um, at being a speaker there I usually was there having to do with my books speaking about my books and stuff you've never which been which are right? very popular no i've never been they're not gonna okay. invite me they're not probably not you're right you could become famous one day yeah sure enough to get there by the time i get famous south by southwest <laughs> won't exist anymore it'll it'll that's not been true passe or something all right let's talk about do you still want to do these uh in terms of time? Uh, yes. All right. Then probably we should talk about, maybe we should talk about UX Brighton. You can tell I've been invited to a lot of British conferences. Can't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, but I've... And I like going to British conferences. I haven't conferences. been to a single one. I know. You haven't been to any of these. All right. UX Brighton. Brighton, UK. Brighton is um, kind of a small city uh, in the, um, let's get the uh, right location here, because I went by train, so I don't know that I was totally paying attention. Oh, it's due south of London, right on on the English Channel. I remember walking along looking at the English Channel. It's a sm- relatively small conference, uh, really well done. Uh, um, I don't know if they always do it at the same venue. Looks like they do. It's a concert hall. So uh, I we have actually some great, I think we have a photo, maybe even on our website of me speaking someone took a someone was in the top seat in the back and took a photo of me talking and like I'm a little blip they're so far away (laughs) but it's a good but it's still they do a really good job with lighting and sound and all of that um and the next one coming up is friday november 2nd 
2018. It's going to be the eighth annual. And they usually, they, they, every year they have a theme. Uh, and I'm trying to remember what the theme was when I was there. I mean, it had obviously had to do with psychology and human factors when I was there because that's why I was there. Uh, this year, the theme is advancing research. So they're going to, uh, it says, we'll be taking a deep dive into research looking beyond traditional methods to tackle everything from how research can inform strategy to building research teams. They haven't announced their speakers yet. This, I think this is a very uh, well done conference. I think that at least when I was there, I was very impressed with the speakers, the other speakers and their level of knowledge and ability. Um, they, it's a single track conference. Uh, they, um, I believe it's a one day. I don't think it's super expensive. Uh, looked, looks like, um, they have a super early bird uh, and their and their you know rate and a group rate and right now the regular rate because they're they're selling super early bird tickets right now for 110 pounds whatever that is in do dollars I don't know and their regular rate is 170 <laughs> pounds do you know what the yeah, rate is? Yeah, uh, you can call it like 150 150 bucks. Yeah, so it's very reasonably priced. I mean, obviously, if you're not from there, it's going to cost you some money to get there. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's a really good conference. I mean, I, I, if I if I were someone, I would consider traveling to go to this one. I think the quality of information is really good. So that's UX Brighton. Um, let's see. Again, looking at this chronologically, we probably should talk about... Uh, we should probably change location and go to, uh, let's see, do we have a uh, drum roll here? How about, uh, no, I apparently have the wrong name of the conference. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm trying to find the one we did <clears throat> in Tel Aviv. Uh, I wonder, maybe they changed the name of it. This one I'm not going to be able to help you with. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you're not going to be able to help me with this, are you? I wasn't there. And I thought I had this all organized, and now I'm having to. Oh, that is because I did. I do have the wrong name. Okay, let's try this. Uh, give me a moment. Say it's tell a joke or something, Guthrie, because I we're on the air. Here we go. U X I. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> that was <laughs> tough. I was starting to sweat. Mm. UXI. Yeah. In Tel Aviv. I remember that now. I just, um, I wouldn't remember it except UXI is like such like, that could be anything, you know? Really? Well, that, that could mean, that, who knows what that means. Um, 
And I think now they're calling it UXI Live. Maybe they always called it that. Maybe I just called it UXI. Uh, and so this is a huge conference. I mean, there were, I don't know, my memory is that there were like a thousand people, 1,500 people. So that's pretty big for a UX conference. And they do, um, they do workshops uh, beforehand and they do, uh, I think, a full day uh, single track. And, uh, well, they say over 700 participants, but I think there was more than that when I was there. And it looks like uh, we missed the f 2018 one. It was in February, so probably February 2019 for that one. We should apply. The world. We should maybe apply. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the trip to Tel Aviv, so I would definitely go back. All right. Ooh, we're starting to get a little more recent here. Finally. Starting to get a little more recent. Let's go next to the smashing conferences. So um, the smashing conferences are put on in multiple locations. Uh, let's see where they have them. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find all of them. They're usually in Germany, and there's there's usually one or two in the U.S., San Francisco, New York, typically. Uh, so uh, we'll talk about the one in, um, in the U.S. So it's coming up soon, April 17th to 18th. 2018. Now, this is a, a much more what I call technical conference. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I am often, I've spoken there like maybe twice, once in San Francisco, one in New York. And I was like the odd UX person, you know. Uh, everyone else is quite uh, technical. So... Um, for instance, uh, this this one coming up in San Francisco, there's Adi Osmani, uh, engineering manager um, at Google, passionate about web performance and tooling, and has listed his open source work that I have no idea what any of these things are. And yet, then there's Yi Yang Lu, uh, who... I think works at Microsoft and um, but she might not be too technical because she's she's taught typography and magazine design so she might not be super technical and then we have like Mina Markham who's a front-end architect Rachel Andrew is a front and back-end web developer sounds like a real yeah. conference yeah I mean I remember sitting in on some of the um, not not these not these uh, silly little design conferences. No, well, there's Joe Leach, who's conference the conference that'll of the put book. some hair on your chest. No, no, no. We have someone who wrote a book called Psychology of Designers, um, and we have Kate Dawkins, who's a, a you know has a studio. Um, so there's some different people, but I remember sitting in on one of the talks, and honestly, I had no idea what this guy was talking about. I mean, <laughs> and I've done some programming. I had 
no idea. And every there, it's like an auditorium filled with like, you know, 500 people and they're all madly taking notes and applauding him, you know, like really liked him as a speaker and, and had lots of questions. And I, they were like speaking a foreign language to me. I had no idea what they were talking about. Um, people uh, tend to come uh, every year to these conferences. So I know people really like it. Um, uh, the the people that put this on are a wonderful group of people. They do a speaker dinner the night before, of course, which I like because it bonds the speakers. Um, they have workshops uh, before, maybe after also, maybe just before, and I think before and after. Um, and they the, another thing they always do is they have a mystery speaker. Hmm. So they, they don't tell you who it is, and you find out when you get there who the mystery speaker is. So they're a very nice group, a fun group. Uh, but again, you definitely go and look at the, at the website because if you don't know what these things are, like I didn't, you know, it might not be the, might not be the best conference for you. But if you, know, if you tend to also be a little technical, you might really like this because it combines both. All right, let's see. Uh, we're almost out of time, so we got to go faster. Um, Bend Webcam, which I think has maybe, have they? Bend Oregon. Yeah, have they changed the name of that conference? Probably. I thought they changed the name of the conference. Bend Oregon, such a fun place, a great group of people, kind of a marketing conference. Uh, oh, yes, now it's called Swivel, I believe. Uh, and let's see if we know the next date. Swivel Conference tends to be in the fall, uh, 2018. So it's kind of, there's some UX there. There's a lot of marketing there. Relatively small. Tends to be people from the Oregon and Northwest area. Um but that was a fun conference, and I really liked going to Bend. Uh, so we got them. There's a big UX conference now in Seattle every year called Convey UX. You've heard of them, I think, right? Uh, and that's really turned out to be quite a big conference. So um, if you're anywhere in the Northwest or you want to go visit the Northwest, definitely check them out. Uh, they just had the 2018 one. It was February 27th to March 1st, so you have a whole year to plan. Uh, la, a, a huge conference, multi-track, um, uh, speakers who are well-known in the UX field are there. Uh, so if you want a big conference um, with, all, with many well-known names, uh, that's and it's three days long, that would be a great conference to go to. And uh, I only have a few more. Uh, I have uh, USI. You were there with me, Guthrie, uh, which stands for... That's a conference. <laughs> Unexpected Sources of Inspiration. And that is in Paris... Uh, that is a pricey conference, but you get a lot. Yeah. It's a big conference 
in France and in Europe in general. I don't know that there's too many U.S. people that go to it. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, it's it's everything. They cover everything, marketing and tech and UX and 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 AI and change the world and I mean it's because it's it's called on the unexpected sources of inspiration so it's it's not narrow and focused at all it's quite wide uh we'd have to give them a good good rating on food um it's a big very big conference how many they had fresh coconuts that were cracked yeah. in front of you and then you drank <laughs> out of them yeah we were impressed with that I mean, uh, it's at the Louvre. It's at the Louvre. Like the what? Louvre what? Art Museum. What more How could you ask for? How much cooler can it be than that? There were like, and there were multi-tracks, like two or three tracks, right? And there were 2,000 people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big conference. Uh, but if you need an excuse to go to Paris, that would be good. I was trying to find their 2018 uh dates unexpected sources of inspiration to see if they have and they actually have a lot of their video they they put their speakers on video so you could go check some of those out here we go june 25 and 26 2018 um so uh you know Check them out if you uh, if you're interested. Uh, now we have. I mean, business to buttons. From business to buttons, which I tried to start with. Yeah, I know. And, and you wouldn't let like, me. Womp, womp. From business to buttons, we loved. I loved this conference. I thought they did so many things right from a speaker perspective, for sure. Lots of uh, uh, speaker bonding and so on. It's in Stockholm. It's May 8th, I'm sorry, May 15th this year in Stockholm. It's a one-day conference, but it does have workshops before and after. Uh, It's all about, um, it's not strictly UX. How would you describe it, Guthrie? It's uh, de- it's design, Scandinavian design yeah. focused. And they have people from the U.S. too and from all over. Like this year, uh, Jared Spool is one of the speakers. Maria, uh, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong, Gudis. Tony Ulwick. They have somebody from India, people from Sweden. We love Sweden. We love Sweden. Um uh, when I was there, I opened the conference and Al Gore closed it. That was really fun. Uh, so I, I we, think we this, did a whole podcast about it after at the time. We did. We want to go back we into did. our archives. Yeah, you can learn about that. So that's a great conference. If you want to go to Sweden, Stockholm, you should check that out. Oh. I have a f- few more on my list. Habit Summit. Is that going to be we, in New York this year? No, he's still doing it in San Francisco. Okay. So near y'all who we've had on our our podcast as a as a guest is the um, host of that conference. Ahead of the curve on uh, ethical design stuff, he's been he's been doing uh, he's been doing that for for years. Now, Habit Summit that's a conference where where people go back year after year after year. We talked to people who've been going like for you know years, right? Yeah. 
And it's coming up soon, April 10th through 12th, 2018. And um, it's a small conference, like uh, 300, 400 people. That's moderately sized for a conference. Yeah, but I mean, not thousands. Sure. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, workshops beforehand and then a full day track uh, all about... Oh, psychology and design and uh, good speakers. Um, so I, I, we like that conference. I definitely recommend that that conference. And I have a few, only a few left. We were at uh, a conference. I'm trying to, what? Yeah, it's called Stima, or is that really the official name of it? trying to see what is the official name of it i was i spoke there i should know brussels in brussels yeah uh it's a marketing conference in uh brussels every year put on by um here it is put on by the um Mark, like a marketing, the main marketing association in Brussels. It's a Belgian Association of Marketing. There, I finally found it. Um, so it's definitely marketing. Great speakers, though, about all kinds of stuff. Uh, a lot of UX stuff, a lot of design stuff. So even though it's marketing, I thought there was a lot of, a lot of design aspects to it. A one-day big conference. Uh, I don't think they had... No, actually, it was a two-day. I don't think they had workshops. I think it's just a big conference. Um, let's see. Uh, RGD? Yeah. Which stands for... What does that stand for? It's a design conference. It's... Uh, I'm trying to remember what RGD stands for. RGD is a is a group an association that certifies graphic designers. It's a Canadian organization, and they put on a number of different conferences. They have um, Design Thinkers Conference. They have um, I was in one, and that was in Toronto. Uh, so it's mainly for what they call visual communicators. But I thought a lot of the speakers were just general design. And then they had me, you know, doing, doing UX kind of stuff. Um, but that's a good group. And I don't, I'm don't see when the next one is for 2018. Or I would give the date. Let me see if I can find it. Uh... No, I don't see a 2018. So you got to go look and see where that's going to be in 2018. I'm almost done, Guthrie. Uh, I might be done. There is some. I'm sure we've missed a couple here or there, but well, there are other groups that put on like events, right? But I think these are the main ones that conferences. Because this is just a list of conferences we've attended or spoken at. Correct. This is not. This is certainly not a list of all the conferences you should check out. It's just the ones we've been to. Whew. I made it. People should invite us list. to more conferences. 
Why? So we can have a three-hour podcast episode on conferences? Ten-hour podcast. Well, if you are interested in having us speak at your conference, we are we are interested too, aren't we? Uh, very interested. And we even have a list at our website of um, uh, conf- you know, keynote topics we give. And I do want to mention, these are like public conferences. We speak a lot at internal conferences that are not on this list because they're just conferences put on by particular organizations for their employees or their members. So <clears throat> if, you'd, if you're interested in having us speak at those, we, we'd like to talk to you too. All right, Guthrie, if people want to reach us, where should they do that? Email info at theteamw.com. And uh, go go out there and uh, attend a conference. They're, they're fun. You, you need to get uh, away from your work. This is and... 2018. Everyone has money now, right? I don't know. Boom times? Try. Even if it's just a little local one, just try. Because the perspective, the networking, I think... Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. So I feel like back in the... Let's call it the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, companies had money to spend on their employees. The perks, the traveling perks were nicer. You got paid for travel days. They would pay to send people to conferences, that kind of stuff. Maybe. And as insurance costs have gotten more expensive and you've eaten all the budgets of all the companies, that's gone away. Do you feel like that's the case? No. I feel like no one ever has any money to go to any conferences because their employers just aren't showing. Uh, No, that's not the case. Look at all the conferences there are. If no one has money, then why are we speaking at all these conferences? No, I don't think that's the case. I think certainly money is tighter, perhaps, in some places and for some people. But I think, obviously, people are still spending money on conferences. So I don't, I didn't, I don't agree with you. But we could hear from people and see what they think. Um, so You know I, what's really dumb? What? That we can't have a bagel bar. And count it as a de minimis fringe expense. Okay, I think this podcast okay. episode might be. I just want over. I just want bagels for free. <laughs> All right, you know what? Go buy a bagel, and uh, I'll I'll pay for it. Oh. All right, guys. So here you go. See, uh, you just got to ask your boss for what you want. For and what maybe you want. It'll happen. And maybe right. And please, everyone, if you could send a bagel to Guthrie, he is—he uh, really needs bagels, hey, apparently. And in, in all honesty, them. right down the street, there's a place called uh, CTA Bagel Authority. Yeah. And they have uh, bagel sandwiches and stuff. And yeah. they're like, you know, they're pretty pricey, like $8. Yeah. But I believe from 3 to 5 every day <laughs> is, is happy hour. Yeah. And you can get any bagel sandwich. They steam them. Any yeah. bagel sandwich for four dollars and twenty cents. Well, there you go. Because it's now you do realize you live in Chicago. Four twenty. I live in Central Wisconsin. Four twenty. I have to drive literally two and a half hours to even get a bagel. What happened? Okay? Now I remember Wasa used to have all kinds of bagel places. No, they don't anymore. They all so, shut down. No, that's it was, right. Uh, was it the Great American Bagel Company? The Big Apple. Big Apple. Sorry. My husband makes his own bagels. 
Uh, because hey, we can't I need, get I need to bagels. get in on that. I need to start making bagels. Is it is it hard? Yes. And it's complicated and <laughs> okay. it takes multiple days. Uh, okay, okay. But so. if you're desperate, that's what you, if there's no mm-hmm. bagels around. So instead of sending Guthrie a bagel, send me no, a bagel. No, send me bagel chips. Okay. Guthrie, it's been great talking to you. Maybe next time we do need to get another guest speaker because otherwise we go off the rails. Hey, everybody. Uh, go sign up for a conference. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.